right, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to the Mastringon Radio Podcast. I am your host, Juan Mendoza, on behalf of my baby, Laila Cervantes. Laila Lisa Promotions, we want to thank you so much for tuning in. Hopefully, you guys are staying bundled. Hopefully, you guys are staying warm in this cold weather as we're recording this. It is February 26th. It is a cold day outside. No matter what part of the country you're in, hopefully, you guys are staying warm. Uh, got a lot of things coming up here. We know we're going to be in Fanfare in a few weeks out there in San Antonio, Texas. We're going to be hitting up some of the after parties. We're going to be out there setting up, interviewing artists, and uh, interviewing each other pretty much. We're going to be invading each other's stations out there. So hopefully you guys get to stop by and uh, meet up with us. We'd love to meet with you guys out there in uh, TTMA Fanfare. And of course all the after parties. You can come uh, meet Lila myself and uh, all the other DJs here at Mastergon Radio. Alright, but thank you guys so much for tuning in. We have an awesome, awesome podcast for you guys here. Awesome artist from down in the valley here in Texas. And her name is Virginia Champion. She's got Virginia Eve, my lord. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Virginia Champion. Virginia, how you doing? Doing great. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. How's everything going down there? Oh, great, great. I think, uh, you know, this weather might bother some people but i actually i love it when it gets cold do you like the cold weather <laughs> i do i i do enjoy it <laughs> although i will tell you we're going to be performing next weekend at south padre island so i was already looking at the weather thinking i hope it warms up a little bit we're going to be out there right on the bay wow what, what's the weather going to be like? Is it going to be cold or is it going to be? Is it going to warm up a little bit? No, it's actually it's it's actually going to warm up. You know how it is in Texas. These are just like temporary little things that kind of blow through here and then it warms up again. So it's supposed to be really nice. And yeah, so we've got a performance out there next Sunday evening at a place called Longboard, and it's literally right on the water. So if it's cold here, it's a little colder over there. You know, but oh, yeah. thankfully it looks like this is going to pass through and. It should be very pleasant, you know, for people to get out and have a good time and enjoy the music and and dance and you know they've they've got a really nice setup um, over there at this place called Longboard Bar and Grill. Nice. What what part of the valley are you from? Westlaco. It's right okay. in the middle of the valley. We literally call it the Mid Valley area because it's between um, McAllen and Harlingen, which are the two larger cities down mm-hmm. here. Okay, not too far away from the border, though. Oh, no, no, it's very close. I think my house is only about seven miles from the, the bridge. Yeah, mm-hmm. nice, nice. Um, you got a brand, mm-hmm. a couple brand new singles out. Well, you got a brand new album that just released uh, a few months ago. And, of course, you got a brand new single, which we'll get into here. It's called My Angel Baby. It's an awesome classic. Um, but let's get a little Thank bit of history you. on you. Um, how long have you been uh, performing and singing? Well, you know, I, I really have been singing all my life, but I hadn't done anything professionally with, with it up until about um, four years ago. So I, I just honestly, I finally said, you know, I've wanted to sing all my life. I've never recorded. I've never had a band. I've never, you know, had never at that point been on stage and performed. And um I always wanted to, I always, you know, would think about it, but, and of course I would always sing. If you have it in you, you're going to sing, you know, no matter what, it's just going to come from you. Right. So it always did. Um, but you know, I, I was working, I had, um, had a lot of time that I had to dedicate to the work that I was doing and, you know, work, I, I work in education. So 
for me, it was very important for me to keep going back and, you know, going to school. And I, so I got my bachelor's degree. I went back when I was working full time, got my master's degree, went back again, still working full time, got my doctorate. And then finally I said, okay, if I don't, you know, just pick up and sing now that I have time, um, because I'm not going back to school, you know, after work, I finally found a little bit of free time where I could, you know, focus my attention on something that I really, really had in my heart and wanted to do. So in 2018, I started recording my first album, which was the Amor Mio album. Mm -hmm. And I started forming my band. And then we just got to work. I mean, ever since then, I mean, the ball just started rolling and it just snowballed, you know, and it's still going. Nice. <laughs> so, so you're actually a doctor in education. Yes, um, I did get my doctorate in educational leadership, and you know, I I, I started out really, um, and this is always in in my heart. You know, it's very important to me to make a difference through education, and I've I've dedicated my career in South Texas, and to me, it's been very meaningful work. You know, that I've done. I've taught high school. I was in the classroom. I I trained teachers. Um, I've reviewed grants, I've helped people get grants funded, and now what I do is I lead a department that develops grant proposals and brings in funding to South Texas College, and I have staff who also um, provide post-award support, which is basically just, you know, making sure that we're following through with all of our commitments and meeting all the compliance requirements for grants. So as I've kind of, you know, moved through that whole career path, you know, in education, at really at the end of the day, what makes a difference for me is that what I'm doing is helping other people, you know, here in South Texas. So, yeah. So is this, uh, you're working for the district or are you working for the state on, the, on, this, on these counts? No, right. So I've worked in school districts. I worked at Region 1 Education Service Center. And then right now I work at South Texas College as the Executive Director for Resource Development, Management, and Compliance. So during the day, that's what I do. But, you know, the rest of my time, the evenings, the weekends, um, I really dedicate it to my, the music. And thankfully, I've been blessed with great um, band members that are just extremely talented, you know, musicians. And it's just, it feels so good, you know, when we come together, whether we're performing or we're rehearsing, you know, to perform. Um, I just can't explain it, but there's nothing else like it. You know, yeah. so I get a certain kind of satisfaction out of my work in education, but it just, it, it doesn't match, you know, the feeling and the excitement, you know, that I get when we're be able to, we're, we're able to create music together. Yeah. So is it, it's pretty so, awesome. so it's easy now to balance between work and, being you know a family and and being a musician you know i would say for me I, it's it's pretty exceptional that i have the amount of support that i do um that makes it so much easier so you know my family's been just great at first and, and even now every now and then i still tell people you know i wonder if there's people that think i'm just crazy you know for doing this <laughs> because uh, i mean it's so different it's such a departure you know from what i've done yeah um, professionally, and for you know, for several years now, but 
But no, what I've come across is that people just think it's really cool and they think, wow, you know, well, go for it if that's what you want to do. And, and you know, what I've always told people is you only live once. Mm -hmm. So you might as well do what you want to do and be happy doing what you're doing. And at the same time, I, I think I'm realistic. I know I learned long time ago when I was very young that, you know, I needed to go to work. I needed to go to school. I had to find a way to make a living for myself and, you know, do for myself. And I've, I've always been sort of like a, a very independent um, person. So I understand, you know, that that's important. And that's probably why I didn't go into singing earlier on because mm -hmm. I just, there was no, I couldn't have afforded to do it. Yeah. I had to do other things. So now that, so now, now that you reach this platform of being a musician and you have music out and, you know, physical music out there, CDs and stuff, do they, do your fellow educators and peers look at you different now? Sometimes I, I get, yeah, people, I don't think in a bad way. I think uh, people just say, wow, you know, and they're surprised by it. Um, I, not everybody really understands it because it's very rare. But but I've also come across others that have done the same thing. So, you know, there's, I mean, like Patsy, Dr. Patsy Torres is one that I think a lot of people in the industry know, but. Yeah. Uh, there was a vice president that worked at the college where I'm at that moved on to another institution. He's no longer there, but he was a bass player for years in the Tejano group, and he was a you know upper level administrator too. So I'm not the only one. You know, there's a lot of people out there that have talent, and yet you know they have their full time careers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't think it should define you on your you know your career background. You know, being as far as being a musician, I mean, uh, there's a lot of talented people. You know, probably. Uh, with higher education, you know, and out there performing, you know, master's degrees, doctorate degrees, you know, PhDs and stuff, you know, and out there performing, I'm sure they do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're real people too. It's almost like, you know, um, when I was a teacher, one time I was at the grocery store and I bumped into one of my students and the next day my student said, nah, you go to the grocery store. And I was like, well, I have to eat too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're real people, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we go to the grocery store, you know. So I might catch some people by surprise, but then at the end of the day, they realize, you know, she's she's just who she is, and that's, that's yeah. what she does. That's you know her thing. It's music. So yeah, did they ever figure? Okay, well, you know, if you're going to be a musician, you know, you can't be an educator or anything like that. Is it either one no, or the other? No, I, I think. No, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I just, I think from the little comments that I do hear, it's more that people appreciate the fact that, you know, I've just gone about it the way that I did. It's, it's different. You know, there's a lot of artists that have been musicians for many, many years, and that's what they did first. But for me, I just went about it a different way. You know, yeah. I, I, went, I went to work, and literally, I started from the bottom up, and... No, I, I vividly remember starting with literally almost nothing. I had a pillow and a little TV on the floor in my first apartment, and I slept on the floor. I mean, you know, I made do with what I had, and and little by little, I just I just kept saying, I gotta go back to school, and I gotta keep doing, I gotta keep working, and and then one day I just said, if I don't get this out of my system, I know I'll regret it. I love to sing, and I kind of thought you know let me just record and and if that's all I do you know it's okay I'll have it and 
it'll be something that maybe 20, 30 years from now, my kids, grandkids, you know, will listen to. But once I got in the studio, the musicians and the sound engineer, the people that I was working with over here in Ed Couchelta from the family uh, de los hermanos Leighton, they were really the ones that pushed me and said, you can't just put it on the shelf. And you, you, you've got to let people need to hear you. You have to let it out. And for that, you got to get on stage. And I was a little hesitant at first. And then... I took time to, you know, think about it and pray about it. And then I came back and I said, I made a decision. And when I make a decision that I'm going to do something, I, I do it. And I said, I'm ready. And so I formed a band. I enclosed a room in my house as a, you know, band rehearsal studio. And, um, and then I started working on that first album really full force, you know, to get it completed and out. And so now here I am with our second album and, really excited about everything that's happening right now and what's to come yeah how did everybody take to the to the first album that you came out with after you said you I know what here i am i'm done you know let's go ahead and go for this i you know i thought it was really an, a great first step um that amor mio album was produced here in mccallan and they were covers. I had one uh, great opportunity to do a duet with Linda Escobar. And I mean, she's just an amazing, wonderful person with a, a lot of experience in the music industry. And she was, you know, with open arms, uh, you know, willing to be helpful and supportive and, you know, just was great about meeting me at the studio. I was, I was trying to compensate her, you know, for her time and her talent and she just wouldn't accept it she said no she said once you know we start like this she said I consider you a sister in you know in, in this field as my musical sister she said I will not accept a penny she said the only thing you know that I want is for you to be successful mm -hmm. and I, I think it was a great way for me to start you know I had wonderful experiences and a lot of people that were backing me up um, in and out of the studio yeah yeah, a uh, big shout out going out to, to her. She's an incredible artist, been around the business for over 50 years. And uh, she's just mm -hmm. as friendly as can be, you know, no matter what. And she's always happy to see you. And if you know her and she knows you, you know, she's just real happy to always see you and want to hug you and stuff. So uh, Linda Escobar is, is a great, great artist and a great friend. Yeah, she really is. And then I was working with um, Chris Rodriguez at the time, he he was the one that did the arrangements for all the pieces that are on that album, and mm -hmm. he, he liked one of them so much, Comón Pasa Los Años, that yeah. he asked me if he could put it on his um, collaboration CD that he released in 2019, mm -hmm. and that was a studio session album that he did that, you know, had a, a lot of different pieces with various artists, and so I, I felt very honored, you know, for me it was it was really um, special, you know, for me that he wanted to put that on his album. Yeah. Also, the uh, Hano Highway 281, awesome group. Uh, been around the business for mm -hmm. quite a while. You know, Chris Rodriguez uh, has got a great act for talent, you know, and stuff. And, uh, you know, we had discussions on some of the songs that were on there. And uh, he was happy with the one that you came out with, uh, Como Han Pasado uh, Los Años, I think it was. Um, you know, he, he enjoyed that song very much. Yeah, he did. And I think for me, the one that was my favorite was Amor Mio. <laughs> so I ended up naming the album Amor Mio because of that song. 
Nice. Uh, let's see, but you've come out with a couple recent singles here. Uh, Trampa de Amor. Uh, let's talk about that one real quick. Uh, how did that song come about for you? Well, that one came about because at that point, I was working on my second album with Severo Fevi Contreras, who is, you know, out of San Antonio. He's one of the best producers out there. And he composed that song with another uh, writer named Carlos Diaz Herrera. And, I mean, you know, I, I listened to and I, I looked at the lyrics for several different songs, but that one really got my attention. And so he did the arrangement and I went in, you know, recorded the vocals for it and um, just, you know, really enjoyed uh, working with Sevi on that piece because, you know, first of all, he's, he's a very talented um, keyboard player and that one has, has a lot of heavy keyboard in it and I think he did a really nice arrangement of the song and we have a good time performing it live too yeah it, it is a great song and we're happy to have it and hopefully we can end up getting it on the top 20 countdown it is on the list uh but hopefully we can actually get it out there so we need to push it and get them voters to start voting for the for the single uh let me see a couple days ago actually i think it was you actually released a newer single entitled me angel baby or my angel baby right yeah now that one is on his latest album, um, Adelante, and it, it features Toby Bowe. So My Angel Baby is an old hit from 1978, mm-hmm. and um, Toby Bowe is actually my cousin, Valde Silva. So Valde is my first, he's my dad's sister's son, so he's my first cousin. Valde, he, he toured like all over the country when I was a little girl, he was touring with ACDC, with the Doobie Brothers, with um, uh, Bob Seger, um, he was an RCA uh, recording artist, and that song hit like number one on the easy listening chart, number 13 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, I mean, he, he was all over not only the United States performing, but worldwide, you know, he recorded in Europe and um, just incredible success. So a lot of people will remember the song, but nobody had remade it with Valde. So when this pandemic hit, him and his wife, Renetta, who now are known as Toby Bo, they were performing off a cruise ship of Hawaii, Mm -hmm. but the cruise ship kind of shut down. So, you know, they moved over here, they were at South Padre Island, and here I was going back and forth between the Valley and San Antonio recording this album so I called him up and I said hey I have an idea how do you feel about um, re-recording My Angel Baby but doing a bilingual version of it and he got real excited and he said yeah let's do it that sounds great and I said okay well I mean I I have the perfect producer out here in San Antonio he's awesome can you guys meet me here can we you know are you okay with that oh yeah sure They, they said actually our son Michael lives there not too far from the producer so it's perfect for us because we can get you know to see our, our son so their son michael has a group in san antonio called Bonjo, the bongo cat mm-hmm. so when they went to the studio it was Valde, his wife renetta their son michael myself uh and my son oscar who plays guitar in my group and we all got involved in recording that piece so i mean it was just it was an amazing experience you know to to be able to be in the studio with um, Toby Bow and then, you know, to have him kind of coach Oscar on guitar to make sure that, you know, the end product was 
very similar to the original version as far as the instrumentation is concerned, but the vocals are a little different because you've got a duet and you have some, my part, you know, uh, the vocals are the lyrics that are done in Spanish and then his part is the original like in English. Yeah. Um, that, it is an awesome song, uh, the way it's recorded. I've, I've heard other artists uh, perform it back in the day. I think uh, David Lee had covered it with Emilio at some point uh, back on back in Emilio's early career. Um, I've heard it mm-hmm. quite a, bit, a few times as well. But it, it's, this one is a great song, a uh, great rendition of it. Uh, it is bilingual, of course, and uh, turned out great. So we're going to have it on our top 20 countdown list uh, here pretty soon. Um, but your album is called Adelante. Uh, released not too long right. ago, and you have other singles. Uh, you have one with uh, Miss Shelly Lattis, Little Miss Dynamite, uh, La Reina de Rey. Um, how did that work out for you? Did, was she excited to collaborate with you on that one? Oh, yeah. She, you know, she really welcomed the opportunity to collaborate with artists. And what was really special for me about that is that when we went to the studio to record, she spent the whole afternoon there with me and we were just getting to know each other. And, you know, we talked a lot about a lot of different things. And one of the things that I picked up on and I told her, you know, that day, I said, you, you're a natural coach. You, and she said, actually, I, I like to mentor people. I like to help other people. And I said, have you ever studied about it and, you know, read about it at all? And she said, no. And I didn't say anything else. I just (laughs) kind of kept that in mind. And so later we went to Vegas and, um, and I was telling the um, this person who was kind of helping me out with some things while we were getting ready to jump on stage with Shelly, I said, please make sure that you help me to make sure she receives this gift before she gets off stage. Mm-hmm. And it was, it, it was like, nobody else knew this, right? But you opened it up and it was this big bag. It was like a perfect gift for Vegas because you're, you always can use a bag. You're walking around, you know, buying stuff and yeah. throw it in your bag, right? But this bag had Wonder Woman logos all over it oh. and I and I got it for her because Debbie told me she loves Wonder Woman mm-hmm. and I was like oh that makes sense because the day she was in the studio she was wearing this little bag and it had a Wonder Woman logo on it and I was like well that makes sense Little Miss Dynamite likes Wonder Woman there yeah. you go yeah. well it, but inside the bag there was a book and the book that I gave her was about mentorship and it, it was you know written by a female um, the author and it had various articles within it um, primarily from women you know it because it's important that we really back each other up and support each other and mm-hmm. provide that kind of you know caring guidance you know yeah. um, I just thought she liked it and then the next time I saw it she was like man I read you that book really quick I just couldn't put it down and she said I saw a lot of um, um, like things that she could relate to that she was doing without really realizing that it was grounded in research. So mm-hmm. yeah, she's a, she's an awesome person. Yeah. And, and I, I think it's great what she's doing. I was like, wow, you're, it's almost the flip side because you know, she's going to go into nursing, right? Yeah. I think everybody knows this 2022 is the year she's retiring. Yeah. And I mean, for me, it was, it's like the other way around, you know, I went into another field and now here I'm focusing on my career in singing and with the band yeah uh, the uh, Shelly Lattis is a great mentor she's a great uh, speaker you know she speaks from her from her heart and uh, even us I mean she she kind of mentors us as, you know, as a radio station you know we get random phone calls every now and then and 
you know, whatever we're doing, we stop, we drop it and, you know, just pick up the phone and hear from Shelly Lattis, you know, she calls and, hey, how's it going, whatever, you know, hey, we were wondering about this and this and that, you know, and you get into a big conversation about things and stay on the phone for about 45 minutes talking about, you know, different random things and uh, trying to sort some things out. But, um, yeah, she's she's great at what she does. She's helping women out, you know, which is very important in this day, you know, and I'll say it, uh, and I want to ask you a question here in a minute. But, uh, you know, the, the the women are taking over the industry. You know, everybody was talking about how it's a male-dominated industry. And I think within the past couple of years, you know, a lot of the females have taken over. And, you know, like you watch a lot of the countdown charts, it's mostly women. You know, women are coming out with music every so often. You know, every um, every week we're getting something new. And um, in your honest opinion, you know, being a female, of course, you know, how does it feel to be in this time of day, you know, where the females are pretty much dominating the Tejano industry? Well, I think that's an interesting perspective. Um, you know, personally, I think that there should be a balance um, when it comes to gender. You know, yes, it is harder for women. I'm not going to kid you and tell yeah. you that it's not um, because there's definitely some challenges. And there, I think that happens in a lot of fields and not just, you know, in the music industry. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know that that I would say that females are dominating. I think there's just a lot of strong women out there and a lot of women in the industry that are, you know, very talented mm-hmm. and that are working extra hard, you know, to um, to share their music, to share their art, you know. And I really think that's awesome. I think it's wonderful. I mean, there's, there's great artists out there. But at the same time, you know, I wouldn't say that we're dominating. I think that we're just trying, you know, to have an opportunity like a lot of other artists out there, um, regardless of gender, you know, we just we love what we do. We want to share our music with the world and we may have to work a little harder at it. It might mean that we may have to go about things a little differently. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, I, I personally, I don't want to dominate. I just want to be part of it. You know, mm-hmm. I want to be able to, up there and perform and i want to be at these events you know and um uh so that's that's what i would say no i mean it's a great it's a it's a great perspective and it's it's personal i mean it's an it's an opinion you know a lot of people have different various opinions you know they want you know okay women power or you know women in tejano which is great you know i'm all for it you know it's great to see a different perspective in this industry you know and it's true yeah we need a kind of a balance between you know everything that's going on uh whether it's male male or female new or old you know or just different various varieties of tahano music whether it's cumbia or ranchera you know we need the variety yeah we do and you know why we need the variety well the reason the reason why i think that's important is because we have to make sure that we're always thinking about what our audience wants so just a case in point, I was talking to somebody this morning that called me about going out to perform at this event that they're going to have this coming um, summer. Mm-hmm. And he, this gentleman, you know, he heads this committee, it's an entertainment committee, and he was telling me personally, he said, something about a female voice just to me sounds better. And I, you know, he's listened to my music and loves it. And, but that's, that's his opinion, right? Not everybody's going to feel that way when they listen to music. Some some people might not like a female singing Tejano Conjunto. Maybe it doesn't sound right to them, yeah. right? But for the, for the promoters, for the ones that are event coordinators, for the ones that are booking bands, 
it's really not about what their personal opinion is. It's about the audience. Who's going to come? What do they want? And it's going to be different, right? So that means that there should be a diversity or a variety of types of artists that are going to appeal to the audience that they're promoting that event to. Yeah. Um, so are you so are you, are you saying that it's it's a good idea to have an all female event or is it just No, what I no, diversity, you know, inclusion means it should be both. Yeah, you yeah, know, both yeah. genders, different age groups, different types, you know, of of artists. So you for instance, you know, there's artists like Cindy Ramos, she's she's doing great, you know, out of Laredo, but her focus is conjunto music, right? Yeah. So maybe have an event where you've got a, a female conjunto artist and then you have a Bonnie Mauricio, you know, a male conjunto artist yeah. and and you bring in Tejano, you know, and, and you have and that that's actually one of the things Ruben Lopez, the president of the Tejano uh, Ruth Hall of Fame did for the induction ceremony. Mm-hmm. He already had planned on bringing Cindy Ramos out there. He called me up. He said, I want to have a female Tejano artist. I know you do Conjunto too, but, you know, I have Cindy Ramos and, you know, she does all Conjunto and I'd like to have you come and perform with your group. Can you make it? And I said, so let me talk to my group and I'm pretty sure that, that it's a go. And we move forward, but I was really excited to see it. And it wasn't like an all-woman thing. It was just, you know, we were we were part of it. Yeah. And, and that's what I think. That's what I think people need to consider is what is good for your audience. Mm-hmm. And really your audience is probably going to benefit from having that kind of a diversity, you know, both both genders, different kinds of groups, you know, because we really all bring something different to the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my honest opinion, and this is me, and I, I was thinking about this too long, not too long ago, was uh, like I said, I'm all for, you know, women, you know, empowerment and women being in Tejano music. Uh, but I think right now we're just too small of an industry to be divided so much, you know, on these things, you know, we need to help each other out, you know, no matter what sex you are, uh, what part of the Tejano industry you're in. I think we all need to help each other out before we can actually go into all the separation stuff. Well, you know, the, actually, I, I believe and I firmly believe that regardless of how uh, small or how large, you know, the industry is, division is never good. Um, we should always seek to lift one another up. You you, you rise by lifting each other up, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, I mean, you know, what help are you, how are you helping the industry if, if you're creating division? Mm-hmm. You're not. Yeah. I understand that. Um. You were playing at the Tejano Roots Hall of Fame uh, that day. We got to see it on actually on Facebook Live. We were supposed to be there because I got inducted into the Tejano Roots Hall of Fame. But uh, your show was great. You guys went up there and performed and did an awesome job. You were out there for, what, 20, 25 minutes or something. And, you know, you guys did great up there. We saw it on Facebook Live. We had a great time. And it was just an amazing experience to be up there on stage. And, you know, when you're up there and you look out and you see this, like the sea of you know, people it's awesome and i think um you know we weren't the only ones that had a good time when we got off stage and it just didn't slow down people were coming up and talking to us and then you know there's a lot of media there so we did several interviews and took photos and it, it was just it was a great um experience for us and i was very very appreciative to uh ruben who really i 
I did not know. I didn't have any, you know, connection with him whatsoever. He just said, I like the way you sing and I want to talk to, you know, our board. And, but I wanted to see what you thought about it first and if it might be a possibility. And I, you know, I told him yes. And so, and then it moved forward and it just all happened so fast. But I was very grateful to him and to the board for having us, um, you know, perform that night. Yeah, I heard it was a long night. Yeah, it was. But, I mean, it was great. <laughs> yeah, a lot of fun. Um, so, oh, yeah. so now with the with the new album out, you have a couple singles that you're releasing uh, throughout this time. What's going to be next for you? Well, I think for for right now, you know, we've got plenty of new music on this album um, to focus our attention on, and we've got some really great pieces that. Um, that are on this album, like, you know, two that were composed by Beto Ramon junto a ti and solo con él. And, and then we have uh, a local composer named Juan de Leon who composed a song called Soledad. So right now I have plans to put out a video with that song. It's got a great true storyline because it, it was an experience that he had and he told me about it. He said, so let me sing the song for you. He had a guitar and he sang it. And, I loved it, so I have that, you know, in the in the works. And then we're planning on getting out and performing. Of course, you know that uh, we're going to be at Fanfare. We'll be on the Conscious Stage on March 17th at 9:20, and they gave us a nice 40-minute slot last year. And I think for most fans, it's usually about 20-25 minutes, so yeah. we have more time to work with this year, and so we're excited about that. And then later on that night, we'll be at the VFW Post. 76, which I hear people call the White House, and yeah. we're going to be jumping on stage there and performing with some other great talent. And um, and then, you know, we've gotten a lot of great support here locally in the Rio Grande Valley from various venues that have booked us to perform, like I mentioned, at the island at Longboard next Sunday, and then we're going to be at the uh, rail yard over here in Alamo, at the ranch house here in Westlaco. Um, but I'm also working under TMC Entertainment, Troy Castillo, who works with some, you know, big acts like Chente Barrera and um, David Mares and Eddie Gonzalez. Mm. And he is uh, working on booking us for some bigger events. And, you know, so people might want to reach out to him if they have a private event coming up or they have a big uh, festival or, you know, um, any other you know opportunity that they want to bring us into to perform and so you know we've, we're just going to keep at it and i i'm not sure yet if i will be recording new music this coming year i'm still thinking about it yeah um so as far as uh, fanfare goes that's the only day you have so far is the 17th that you're going to be for, uh, performing there right now yes yeah, there is a possibility that we'll be performing in San Antonio the next day. Mm. Um, but right now, what I have definitively confirmed at Fanfare is the 17th that night, okay. the VFW right after that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're going to be at the VFW that night as well. Uh, we're going to be set up and doing some interviews. So hopefully we can run into you there and uh, we'll do an in-person interview as well. I'll look for you. You're going to the, ga the gala. Is that what you're referring to? Or well, where are you going to be at that, Fanfare? That one too, yes. Uh, the gala The gala is going to be on the, okay. the 17th. Oh, yeah, okay. That's the right. Okay, the 17th, that one's the gala. Uh, but you were saying there's something about the the VFW. I think they're having one. We're going to be at the one on um, Saturday, which is the 19th. We're going to be there at the VFW. They're having oh, okay. an event there too. 
So we're going to be over there. But if you're referring to the gala, that one's going to be at the Mi Mercado Flea Market uh, that night. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we're going to be over right. there set up and uh, doing some interviews over there as well and invading the other stations. And it's always a good time at those things because we get to meet and greet. Uh, you get to show off your music and there's going to be artists performing and, you know, you get to interact with uh, everybody out there. So those are those are good times. So. Um, yeah, if you're going to be out there, we're going to be out there set up anyways and uh, doing some great podcast interviews as well for our future shows. Well, good. I hope to see you there. Awesome. So um, we want to say congratulations uh, on your new CD, which is out right now. Make sure everybody streams it. Uh, it's available on Spotify, um, iTunes, all the streaming platforms out there. Uh, physical copies, I'm sure you guys have them as well. So uh, you guys can get with them and uh, purchase one and uh yeah actually if i can just to let everybody know our physical copies of the adelante and the other amor mio album are available on our website it's virginiaivalor.com very easy to remember and then like you said our music is on apple with spotify and any of the major digital music streaming platforms um when people have you know like deezer and then there's 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 several different stores um that have our music and then in san antonio uh stores like the del bravo and janey's record shop Hmm. also have our album awesome awesome so there's many ways you can hear this uh cd or her previous cd and of course we have uh, some of her tracks here on masteringonradio.com you can vote for her music uh right now right right now we have uh, trampa de amor which is on our countdown list so you guys can go vote on it we will be adding uh my angel baby here pretty soon and uh debut it there on our top 20 countdown list so hopefully you guys get to enjoy it and uh vote for it every single day and um go to virginia valor make sure you guys buy the cd uh what other merchandise do you have we have t-shirts ladies men's koozies and all of that is available on our virginiavalor.com store um so and we, we're also going to have it out with us when you go see us perform you know we set up a real nice table with a lot of merchandise and um little cards you know with our photos and posters and you name it <laughs> nice mm-hmm. nice so get ready for that uh she'll be out there at fanfare uh, and it's happening in uh, i guess three weeks from now so very quick it's coming up so make sure you guys go out there uh you'll be able to hear this podcast it'll be on masteringonradio.com it'll be available on spotify and of course, Anchor, which is a subsidiary of Spotify. If you guys don't have a membership with Spotify, you can hear it through Anchor uh, in its entirety. And of course, it'll air on Monday through Wednesday of next week, uh, right around 12 o'clock. We have a pre- another interview before that. And then, of course, our top 20 countdown. Uh, Virginia, thank you so much for uh, joining us here. Thank you for getting with Lila. And um, we're happy to have you on the show. Anything you needed from us, you know, we're always here for you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I think the work that you do and you and Lila, you know, is, is so important in this industry. And I just want you to know how much I genuinely appreciate it. Thank you so much. We really do appreciate that. Uh, any last shout outs that you want to give up? Yeah, I do. Um, I want to give a shout out to our producer, Severo Contreras, out of San Antonio at Black Monster Studio, always doing a great job and, um, you know, in the studio and out of the studio. He's just been so helpful. Um, 
and I can't even count the ways that he would probably be laughing right now because he knows behind the scenes how many things that come up and yeah. I call him Phoebe. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Rosie Allison Dion, she's another one that's been extremely um, instrumental in helping to promote and distribute our music out to radio stations and to promote our group on social media. And uh, my son also helped with that. He's a computer science college student. So I tapped into his talent on the computer and he creates flyers and posters and things like that for me. He's also the guitarist, electric guitarist in my group. And my other band band members, my last shout out would be to all of them because I cannot do what I do without their talent, their time and their dedication. And they're just amazing people. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for everything. Uh, Congratulations. Like I said, and uh, we hope to see you out there at Fanfare. And, uh, of course, everybody can uh, catch them at a local venue near you, especially out there in the Valley. They're going to be at uh, South Padre Island, so get ready for that. Hopefully the warmer, hopefully the weather warms up a little bit out there so uh, you guys can enjoy a little bit more comfortable instead of being bundled up like right now. But um, Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, thank you so much for everything. Like I said, we're always here. You guys need us. Uh, make sure you guys give a Lila. She'll be happy to help you out. And... Uh, We're going to go ahead and end the show here. We're going to play two of your singles. Uh, Recent one is Trampa de Amor. And of course, your brand new one, My Angel Baby, right here on the podcast. Thank you, uh, Virginia, for everything. And uh, hope to see you out there in San Antonio. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have Virginia Champion with Virginia E. Valor. And this is our latest. This one is called Trampa de Amor, right here on the Master Code Radio Podcast. Do 
right, that was the ladies right there by Miss Virginia E. Valor. And that one is called Trampa de Amor. Right here on the Mastering on Radio podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you to Virginia for her time. And uh, like I said, anybody wants some interviews, make sure you guys give a Lila Lisa Promotions. Her email is Lila at LilaLisaPromotions.com. Make sure you guys send your music as well. And of course, your promo pics. And we'll be happy to schedule an interview with you guys. Make sure you guys head out to San Antonio, March uh, 17th through the 20th. I know the 17th, we're going to be out there at uh, Mi Mercado Flea Market. We're going to be set up and doing some interviews out there. And uh, I think the 18th, we're going to be out there with La 45. Uh, I can't remember the venue right offhand, forgive me. And then, of course, on the 20th, we're going to be out there at the VFW 76 with Miss Chevy Love and DJ Mondo Loco. And uh, we're going to be set up doing some uh, interviews over there as well. So make sure you guys head out that way. And uh, we're going to be out there at Fanfare. And maybe we'll do some random interviews out there with some artists. And uh, make sure you guys get with us. And we'll be happy to help you guys out and uh, feature your interview on one of our Top 20 Countdowns. All right. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. On behalf of myself, Juan Mendoza, Lila Lisa, Lila Lisa Promotions. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We're going to leave you one more here. And uh, this one is called My Angel Baby. All right. But this has been brought to you by Lila Cervantes, Lila Lisa Promotions. And, of course, sponsored by Marasul Tequila. All right, my angel baby, Virginia Eva Lord. Have a great day. God bless you guys. Be safe. We'll see you next time. We're here on the Mastering on Radio podcast. We've got trouble. Something's just not right. Just this morning. You cried about last night You said that something's bound to break this time
Lila Lisa Promotions is a leading source for artist promotion and distribution. Lila Lisa Promotions is also registered with the Texas Music Office of the Governor in Austin, Texas. We encourage artists, managers, and record labels to send their music, promo pics, bios, EPKs, and music videos to Lila at LilaLisaPromotions.com. That's Lila at LilaLisaPromotions.com. They will be sent to many radio stations and affiliates across the United States and Mexico. Be sure to contact Lila Lisa Promotions. We would like to congratulate Miss Lila Cervantes on her 10th anniversary in promotions and service to Tejano Music. Congratulations. For more information, contact Lila Lisa Promotions at Lila at LilaLisaPromotions.com. Thanks, Mo. I'd like to say thank you on behalf of the group and ourselves. I hope we pass the audition. <laughs>